you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Now that Vic Fangio is not head coach. <laughs> they suck so bad. He is such a bad head coach. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Master Plan. It is a great day. Vic Fangio has been fired. Uh, I don't know when you'll be hearing this, but I'm recording this just, you know, couple hours after Vic Fangio has his ass kicked out of the Broncos building. Uh, what a bum. What a bum he is. And he deserves to be fired. My, uh, so listen, Vic Fangio, I, I, I don't like him because of this. I'm going to play it. There is a swear. So just, you know, be aware. All right. This is Vic Fangio after the Ravens game when they ran an extra play at the end to get 100 yards. Yeah, I thought it was kind of bullshit, but I expected it from them. You know, I've 37 years of pro ball. I've never seen anything like that. So, but it was to be expected and we expected it. Why did you expect Because I just know how they operate. You know, they, <laughs> like what, what is he even talking about? You know, I know how they operate. You know, they're, 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 they won the game, but you know, they're not. Shut up. Like, Vic, like you have no respect. You lose all your respect. Like, listen, it's a play. They can run whatever they want. Now, if for me, I would I would just kneel. Keep my quarterback injured, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? They're entitled to run it, all right? It's not like they scored a touchdown, right? It's not like they put up more points. They literally ran four yards. I lost all respect from at that point. And listen, I know the team went 7-10 this year. I know they won 7-10. and 10, But they suck. Roster-wise, the, the Broncos were just, they felt very weak this year. And especially at the quarterback position where I felt like going and getting Teddy B, you know, they were going to win games, but this was never a Super Bowl winning team. And let's go back to their last Super Bowl win. So, Super Bowl 50, Bronco roster. I want to compare it to today's roster. So this was six years ago, this roster that they had. Um, I'm just trying to I'm trying to pull it up just so if I can see. So their starters, Peyton Manning gone, Ronnie Hillman gone, Sanders, Thomas, late Demarius Thomas, of course. Um, Owen Daniels gone, Virgil Green, I believe is gone. Well, I just want to I want to compare it to Broncos on PFF. Because I believe most of these guys are gone, um, if not all of them. And granted, it's been six years, so 
I don't expect so many of them to stick around, but um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's also a reflection. I believe everyone is gone. All their all their linemen, I believe, are gone. Schofields are on Pardis. I don't. I don't think any of those guys. They didn't start last night. If if they or they weren't starting, um, I, I think. Well, they traded Von Miller. Is Derek Wolf's on the team? Don't think so. Bradley Chubb was not on the team. Demarcus Ware, Akeem to leave. Chris Harris Jr. Yeah, none of these guys are. Brandon Marshall. These guys are. These guys are long gone. And what, the point I'm trying to say is that. At this point, the Broncos have missed the playoffs. I think this is their what their sixth straight season, fifth or sixth straight season, um, missing the playoffs. Um, consecutive seasons. Oops, missing the playoffs. Um. So we're looking for active. Yeah, so the Denver Broncos are at five. <laughs> and by the way, Cincy and Arizona, which are the other two teams of five, will both make the playoffs this year. Yeah, you heard that correct. So Cincy and Arizona, the two teams that also have five, will make the playoffs this season. So that means that the only, two t- the only team with more tied or more than the Denver Broncos for consecutive years without a playoff appearance would be the New York Jets. So... I mean, the, the episode, as you all know, is titled Denver Broncos, A Fall from Grace, or whatever, or vice versa. I, I, haven't, I haven't figured that out yet. And the reason why is because this team went from literally the top of the sport, making the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, to Vic Vangio being a head coach and not even making the playoffs in his tenure. Didn't even make the playoffs in his tenure, Right. I mean, I think this was his third or fourth season with the team. They did not make the playoffs with him. And I think he's part of the reason why, for sure. But I think their quarterback situation has just been kind of senseless. Kind of senseless, right? Um, it, it, it seems to me that... It seems to me that their their decisions on the quarterback position have been very, very just mediocre Broncos QBs by year. All right. Let's see. There should be a Wikipedia article. Yeah, there is. Okay. So uh, since we, we, we want all quarterbacks. Okay. Since Peyton Manning in 2015, which by the way, he co-started that season with Brock Osweiler. So didn't, didn't play the whole season. Um, they have had Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, Case Keenum for a whole season, Joe Flacco, Drew Locke, Brandon Allen, Drew Locke, Jeff, Jeff Driscoll, Brett Rippian, Philip Lindsay. Those have been their quarterbacks. Um, well, Philip Lindsay, you know, quote unquote, that was the Kendall Hinton game. That was, you know, obviously like, like. You know, that, that was a weird game. Technically, Philip Lindsay did play, and, and um, technically he started the game. And Teddy, obviously, this season. So I'll make a point. Drew Locke was supposed to be their guy. And you know what? Honestly, to me, it's fine if you miss on your guy. I thought Drew Locke was going to be good, too. If you look go and go back and go back through 
the quarterbacks who I thought would be very talented. I thought that Drew Locke was a – I picked him for a dark horse for the MVP last season. I really like Drew Locke. And honestly, the way he played in his in the final game against the Chiefs shows that he might still be a contender to be a starter in the upcoming seasons, right? He's going to have to win the job, right? But I think that you you outside shot, Drew Locke could be the quarterback of this team next season, right? But I think ultimately it's time now to, to view the Denver Broncos as a team with very little quarterback talent. You look at their offensive line, relatively mediocre. It's not it's not you know knocking anyone off their off their socks, but they're also not last in the league offensive line wise. I think they're they're not great, but they're but they're they're not they're a little bit I think behind the average, but they're not terrible. Ride receiver, I think you know, you have Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, and Cortland Sutton, and I think all those guys are really talented. Javante Williams, a really talented running back. Noah Fant, I think, is a decent to good tight end. And the defense, I think, was was pretty good for the season. I think that you know Bradley Chubb missed so many games this season, um, and he was the worst ranked edge defender by PFF on the season. But he missed so many games. I mean, he missed week one. And then week two, he played, and then he missed every single game after week two until week 12. Um, but their defense wasn't that bad. I think that um, Justin Simmons was very good. Um, Patrick Sertain was very good on um, the season. He was a great pickup as a rookie. Um, and, and I think that their defense, you know, really was pretty good all season. It wasn't incredible. But I thought it was pretty good, and I thought it was an improving defense throughout the season. And I know Vic Vangio coaches them. I think the talent was actually better than the way he was coaching them. Because if you look at the game by game, I know that their that the amount of points per game that they gave up this season was extremely good. You look at points per game solely as its pure stat, the Broncos were fourth in points allowed this season, right? And that's through week 18, I think, already, right? And they were ninth in points scored, so they were they were b- below average, but way above average in terms of points allowed, right? But you look at them game by game, and they, you know, listen, they had some very easy victories. I I thought, I mean, you know, they played Washington, and they had a couple fluky wins. They won against the Cowboys, and they kept the Browns in it, but the Browns turned out to be not very good. They beat the Jags, right? And the and the Giants and the Jets, and that definitely all helped. You know, I think that holding the, the the Bengals only 15. But I think ultimately when you look at it, the defense itself, when it needed to be good, I felt wasn't great. And I don't want to get too much into the Kansas City game about whether the defense played well or not. Because ultimately they let up 21 points, which, you know, wasn't that bad. But again, I think that the Broncos defense has always been, to a certain degree, pretty good. And I don't think that that was mostly a faction of Vic Vangie. I think that you know they, they were just a bit inconsistent on defense. But their offense, to me, just for years has been sputtering and sputtering and sputtering. You know, again, you look at the list of their quarterbacks and you think, well, Trevor Simeon's not a starter. Paxton Lynch is at the league. Brock Osweiler, he's not a starter. I don't even know if he's in the league. Case Keenum's not a starter. Joe Flacco is not a starter. Brandon Allen's not a starter. Uh, Jeff Driscoll's not a starter. Brett Ripien's not a starter. Like none of these guys are starters in the NFL. None of these guys went elsewhere and became starters. They all became backups. Um, 
And again, they haven't made the playoffs since 2015. So, it's problems. I think Von Miller was probably the last player left from that 2015 Super Bowl win. Um, who's a starter on, but or on offense or defense? I'm not. I don't know if Brandon McManus was was on the team at that point. It might have been Matt Prater. I'm not sure. Um, but you know, I again, I think that. But when we talk about this Broncos team now, it's never in the realm of of oh, you know. This, this 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 team is what we like, right? This team is this team is good, right? And I think the Broncos organization has always been held and looked at at a higher standard than other teams, right? We think about the Broncos and we're like, oh, that's the Denver Broncos, right? And you think about the Bengals from years, and the Bengals are very good this season, but you're like the Bengals, well, you know, historically, you know, feel they're a great organization. You feel like the Broncos at least are a good organization, but they haven't been in my opinion. You look at, they've went through a couple head coaches, right? Gary Kubiak ended up leaving. Um, they just had McVangio leave. Broncos head coaches in by year. Um, so they advanced Joseph in 2017 to 2019. They had McVangio from 2019 to now 2022 and both of those guys had a sub 400 win percentage sub 400 so we're not even talking sub 500 right and in the nfl today to make the playoffs you pretty much need to have a a, above 500 season right there's no there's pretty much no way teams are 500 anymore and make the playoffs right i don't think we're gonna see any eight eight and one teams making the playoffs you have to have a nine win or above season to make the playoffs right that's just the nature of a 17-week season and when you have two coaches, one who had a 375 win percentage, the other had a 344 win percentage, you got a lot of problems, right? I mean, you know, you had John Fox, who was there for a while, and then Gary Kubiak came in and, you know, he won a Super Bowl um, in 2015, right? And, you know, he, listen, give him credit. He did what he needed to do, got him to the Super Bowl and won it. Um, but he was only there for two seasons. Um, and I think so when we, when we look at, when we look at the Broncos, right. And we look at, you know, kind of their peak, I mean, the Broncos for such a long time were, were the, you know, arguably it was the Patriots and Broncos every other year, Patriots, Broncos and Steelers. And those are the three teams that everyone was looking at and saying, wow, you know, those are the teams that, that we're talking about when, you know, when we're talking about Super Bowls and you look at Super Bowl. Uh, let's see, AFC Championship games by year going backwards, right? Going backwards. So we're going to start. We're not going to go back from 2019 or 2018 because you want to go back and when the Broncos were good. So starting in 2015. In 2015, it was Broncos-Pats, right? In 2014, it was Patriots-Colts. That was the year that the Patriots beat the Colts and then went to the Super Bowl and beat beat Seattle. 2013, Broncos Patriots. 2012, Ravens Patriots. 2011, Patriots Ravens. Then they had the Jets a couple times. But, and so I know, I know we think that, hey, you know, the, 
maybe maybe the Patriots were very good, and maybe the Broncos weren't there every year, but they were in the playoffs those years. So the year that in 2014, um, I believe they got knocked out um, by the Colts um, or, or somebody. I, I I don't even know. Broncos playoff appearances by year. Let's see if we can get. All right, so here we go. So in 2015, they won the whole shebang. They beat the Steelers, they beat the Patriots, and then they beat the Panthers. In 2014, as I said, they lost to the Colts, right? So Peyton Manning's old team, um, 20, thir- or 13 to 24. In 2013, they beat the Chargers, beat the Patriots, and then they lost to the Seahawks. In 2012, they lost in overtime to that same Ravens team. Um, in 2011, they beat the Steelers and lost to the Patriots. All right, so they lost to the Patriots, right, in a year. I believe that they went to the Super Bowl in 2011. Lost to the Ravens in 2012 in a year they went to the Super Bowl. In 2013, they went to the Super Bowl. In 2014, they lost to the Colts, who played the Patriots, and then went to the Super Bowl. In 2015, they won the Super Bowl. So every single year, they were always in contention. Always felt like they could make the playoff or could make could make a run and blah, 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 blah. Now you look at the Broncos and you're like, well, if this team even makes the playoffs, that will be a, a miracle because they haven't made it in five years. They're not a competitive football team, right? And that's the key. You look at the Broncos now and you're like, how does this team get from where they are now to competitive, right? Because this team needs a quarterback. And, you know, I happen to agree with what Vic Fangio said. I mean, you look at the quarterbacks in the AFC West, right? Derek Carr. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. And I know that Derek, you know, I know Patrick Mahomes has some bad games, right? And I criticize him on those two. I'm not a huge fan of Derek Carr, and I'm not a, you know, I love Justin Herbert, right? And I think that, you know, give Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes A's, I think Derek Carr is A minus B plus quarterback. Very talented. All of them. Broncos have had the fourth of four quarterbacks in, you know, for the past like six seasons, right? Even in 2015, they they didn't have the best quarterback. I mean, really. They've had the, the like a, a DC class quarterback with a team that arguably couldn't make the playoffs in a, in a better situation, right? I have to agree with Vic Fangio, and it's not totally I think his fault um, about that. I mean, he literally was not given a good enough quarterback to play, right? I think the defense did choke sometimes. I think the calling play calling wasn't good. And I know he doesn't do the play calling, but I also know that. He's in charge of the whole operation. He's in charge of which OCs get hired, and he has a foot in the door in all of those conversations. So I have to put some of the blame on him, right? And I, you know, again, I don't like him as a coach. I think he's a much better coordinator because I think it suits his his job the best. I don't think he can control a whole organization, a whole a whole team. I think he's better at saying, "Hey, this is my defense. I'm going to coach it well." I would hire him as a defensive coordinator, not as my head coach ever. Um, but back to what I was saying, the Broncos need a quarterback, right? And I'm not saying they need to go out and get a B quarterback, right? You need to have a quarterback that can be competitive. You need a quarterback who is an A quarterback because this team arguably doesn't need to have a quarterback who's turning the ball over careless. They need a quarterback who can put up 25 points a game with this offense, which should be, which should be possible. My view for my vision for the Broncos this offseason, my vision, right? Don't draft a quarterback. 
First off, that's a hope. All right? I'll make that very clear. The quarterback draft class this season is not the way the Broncos want to go down. Because you're going to be stuck if you don't hit a three more three more years, probably, with mediocre to bad quarterback play. Right? Your cap space is probably going to be pretty good. Right? Because I think the cap's going to go up. You don't really have a lot of guys signed. I mean, Kyle Fuller, you know, I mean, you look at their active contracts, right? They're active contracts, right? Garrett Bowles is their left tackle, and he was just drafted, right? So you need your offensive line is good. Justin Simmons, I same thing. I believe he well, actually, sorry, these guys weren't just drafted, but they were drafted and then re-signed, I believe. I think they were both um drafted by the organization, but they're very good players. Corlin Sutton, I think you overpaid. Graham Glass now, he's been injured. He'll be a free. Oh, sorry, sir. He he'll, he'll be here for another year. Tim Patrick, twenty twenty five, right? Uh, and you have a lot of guys, right? I mean, you have to re-sign Briley Chubb after next season. But if you look, I don't know if there are too many guys. I mean, Bryce Callahan, I think, is the guy with the biggest contract who expires after this season, right? Then you have Kareem Jackson, Teddy Bridgewater's on a one year deal, and I don't think you bring him back. Right. And overall, the Broncos cap wise, I actually think are in a, a good situation. Right. You need to re-sign. Where's Bradley Chubb? I just said his name. Um, I believe he's still on his rookie deal. You're going to have to pay him eventually. Right. Bradley Chubb. Where's Noah Fant? Noah Fant. I mean, you probably have another year with him. You don't have to re-sign him. I don't think you keep Melvin Gordon. There's really no reason. Tim Patrick, we just went over his contract. Um, and he's, you know, a reserve future, but he'll be here till 2025. He's on a three-year 34, which isn't great. I mean, overall, I think that they overpaid for some players, but they're just really, they don't have that many. So I think ultimately what you have to do is you look at the quarterbacks who are available in the NFL right now. Because I think you're an attractive option, right? And you say to yourself, okay. We need a quarterback who we know is a capable quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers, a Kirk Cousins. We need a guy who doesn't turn the ball over a lot. He doesn't need to be so dynamic, although it would be great if he were super dynamic like Aaron Rodgers, right? He needs to be accurate, right? And he needs to be good at playing the field position. He doesn't need to have a big ego. He doesn't need to win MVP, right? Because that's not how the Broncos are going to win games, right? They're going to win it by putting up 25 points a game. And holding their opponents to 20 or less. That's how the that's the Broncos, and that's how they play. That's how they play. They need good field goal kicking, right? Sustainable offense and a great defense. That's how the Broncos have managed it every single season, basically for as long as I can remember. And I granted I have only been watching the NFL for like nine years of my life, right? But that's like half my life. So I'm 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 in football. I know I think at this point I'm I'm getting to the point where I know I'm talking about. The point of what I'm trying to say is that your team is attractive. You don't go and draft a quarterback now because this quarterback draft class is so weak. You go go draft um, the guy from Pitt or whoever else. It doesn't really matter. It's a weak quarterback draft class. You're going to have a high pick, right? I believe the Broncos have Broncos draft picks. No, 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 no. Coming up. 
I believe this is it. Okay. So they have a first, two seconds, two thirds, a fourth, a fifth, another fifth, and then a whole mess in the sixth and then seventh rounds. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know if they have any seventh round picks. So they traded a bunch of them. I believe that they have three sixth round picks. I'm not sure. Regardless, right? And by the way, 2023, they're good. They, they have all their first through five round picks. Um, and then 2024, they have first through five again. They don't have their six. They give it to the Rams. Um, blah, 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 blah. But what I'm saying is this. The Broncos are in a good draft position. Realistically, at 7-10, and 10, playoff picture. At 7-10, and 10, looking at the other teams... So at seven and ten, they now they currently hold the tenth overall pick, right? So reasonably assuming, because they already beat Washington, they'll probably be between ten, maybe they'll get up to nine and twelve. I think the Vikings will win, um, and that will probably cut it off. So ten and twelve is probably where you're looking at if you're a Broncos fan. It's a really good pick. I mean, you know. Micah Parsons was drafted at 11 last year, I think. So there are plenty of players. And this is not a time to go out and draft a quarterback. This is time to look at your team and say, okay, biggest weakness. Well, listen, if we're going to get a new quarterback, let's draft a line. Because we don't need wide receivers. Don't need a running back in the first round. Don't need a tight end. Maybe you could use an edge presence, but you have Bradley Chubb. right? And if you're getting a new quarterback... Draft offensive line, always. Get yourself a really good offensive line prospect, right? Someone who is very likely to hit, right? Get yourself a right tackle or a left tackle or a right guard or a left guard or a center. One of those five, right? A guy who day one is going to be a starter. So that your quarterbacks, you're more attractive to other quarterbacks coming in. Or you please the quarterback that you've already brought it. There are plenty of guys who can come to Denver and play, right? And I think there's going to be a lot. And you, if, the, if you're the Broncos, you know, you don't, don't, don't try to attract some B-list, C-list talent. You don't want Tua, right? You want Kirk Cousins. You want Aaron Rodgers. You want top of the game, right? If Brady's available, you go and get whoever you can. It doesn't matter, right? As long as they're a good quarterback, Matt Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan could get it done in, in Denver, right? All these names. But the Denver story is the really the pinnacle. And it just came crashing down. They couldn't figure out their quarterback position. And it just shows you how important that position is. Because this team, I think, could be a playoff team had they had a better quarterback. I'm not saying they're winning the Super Bowl, but you have a good quarterback. This team could make a run. I mean, is there a competitive team with Drew Locke at quarterback, with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback? So that should tell you everything you need to know. This team what was the echelon of the NFL. The John Elway GM with his tall white quarterbacks. And he just proves to you, A, how quickly it can change, and B, how innovative you constantly need to be in the NFL. You need to be proactive rather than reactive. Because if you're reactive, you're already lost. 
Denver Broncos are a lesson, right? Into not getting overconfident with a team, right? It's been a long time since the Broncos made the playoffs. They got overconfident. They got overzealous, overambitious. They thought what they had was good enough when it wasn't. And it's been a long time since they made the playoffs. And they've went through... They've. This will now be their fourth head coach um, since they made the Super Bowl. Well, third. Because Gary Kubiak won the Super Bowl, then left after the next season. All right, this will be the third coach... All right, so they've had two coaches that haven't made the playoffs. This will be their third coach. You need to go get yourselves someone innovative, right? You can get a defensive coach. You need to get someone offensively who's gifted. You need to have a great offensive coordinator. I don't know. The Broncos, it's a very interesting like case study to the NFL, I feel like. Uh, it's kind of a lesson in, you know, you can have these really talented players all across the field. But at the end of the day, if your quarterback and head coach, which I believe Vic Fangio is not a talented head coach, especially, you know, offensively, I don't think he's talented at picking people to, to do that. I don't think he's a great leader. The team suffers tremendously. You can make up for bad cornerbacks. Bucks suit all the time. You can make up for bad wide receivers. New England did it all the time. You can make up for a lack of a running game. I mean, look at the Cowboys this season. The Cardinals. Plenty of teams are making the playoffs with a pretty crappy run game. Bad defense. Look at the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs defense is pretty god-awful. You can't make up for a bad quarterback. Every single team, look at all the teams that are making the playoffs. Got capable quarterbacks. Maybe outside the Saints. But they're going to be a seven seed. Look at the AFC. There are teams who are going to make the playoffs with capable, capable quarterbacks. In the NFC, plenty of teams with capable quarterbacks make the playoffs. you got to have capable quarterback. Broncos don't have. They're not going to make the playoffs with that. It's a fact. I mean, look at the Falcons. The Falcons, team-wise, are much worse than the Broncos. They're probably going to have a similar record, similar or same record. Ask yourself why. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on the Denver Broncos this season and the past, you know, five, six seasons. So thank you all for listening and have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.